calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is a gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hi, I'm Jason Voss of CFA Institute. I'm a content director there, and I'm pleased to be joined today by Rob Arnott. Rob is chairman and CEO of Research Affiliates. Thanks. Welcome here. Pleasure to be here. Okay, so if you could, um, for the audience, talk about um, the big demographic uh, shifts that are underway that may be underappreciated by most investors. I think the impact of demography is severely underestimated uh, and misunderstood. Notably, in the developed world, the working age population is plateauing, poised to shrink, not counting the U.S. where it's poised to slow but not shrink. And in the emerging economies of the world, the young adult population, which is central to GDP growth and productivity growth, remains right in the sweet spot of 20s and 30s soaring. And so the emerging economies of the world can continue to emerge rapidly and significantly for two to three decades to come if their governments don't screw it up. Right. Sure. Well, so how do you think these trends are affecting the economy currently and what's on the near-term horizon? My near-term may be different than many because I think long-term is 100 years. So near-term, the next 10, 15 years. I like the way you cast timeline because to me long term is not one to three years like it is for most investors. Right. Um, when we look out over long periods of time uh, we're looking at slower growth, materially slower growth. Our work suggests that the second half of the 20th century had about a 1% tailwind just from demography alone. So when we look back on that and think 3% real growth that's normal. Right. No. It's not. It's so, not. so what's your expectation? Well, we're looking ahead over the next quarter century at about a 1% headwind. So if 3% growth included a 1% tailwind, right. and the next quarter century has a 1% headwind, 1% growth is about right. Yeah. And actually there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. All you have to do is shift your mindset and say, you know, sluggish growth in a context of a soaring population of senior citizens is just fine. Yeah, and especially if you think of the fact that there's a quality of life parity that's happening too. Um, so Absolutely. I was in Myanmar a year ago, and they, I mean, it's a very different culture, but that's almost the most backward nation on earth, and they have cell phones, and yes. they have televisions, and they have yes. automobiles, and yes. so that may be, the 1% may be better than people think. Yes. Um, so next question, um, what proportion of the post-Great Recession sluggishness, sluggishness do you uh, attribute to just plain demographic shifts? Well, actually, I think the growth from mid-09 to date might actually be the new version of boom time. Right. I'm not going so far as to say we can't do better. Uh, we can. But I am saying that to expect massively better than that is naive. 
I would say half of the sluggishness is probably demography. This right. is actually a, a decent recovery. It's too concentrated. It's not been kind to the middle class. And that's, that's sad, and that's a function of very, very misguided policies out of Washington. Yeah. For example, like what, which ones do you believe are misguided? Well, I think you have uh, too much of a welfare state. Yeah. And I think you have uh, too much of a crony capitalism right. system. So those with buckets closest to the Washington spigot do fine. Right. And those who are further removed do not. Right. So while we're on the subject of big governments, uh, which nations do you think will do well or not, um, given demographic headwinds or tailwinds uh, well, looking forward? On a long-term basis, the emerging economies broadly have gone from a demographic profile 40 years ago in which half the population was teenagers or younger. Uh, are teenagers likely to be a basis for a smooth and stable political system and uh, a mature economic system or not? I think not. And now the median age is 30. 30-year-olds 30 think differently from teenagers. Right. They're planning for the future. Uh, they're looking to take care of their families and uh, uh, looking to advance their careers. They're looking at innovation. They're looking at it, uh, advancing their businesses. And so the demographic profile in emerging economies is ripe for continued rapid catch-up in the emerging economies as long as cronyism, corruption, and uh, totalitarianism in government doesn't stop that. And of course, in some of the emerging economies, they won't emerge, but in some they will. Right. So let's talk about some of the variation and the volatility in these estimates, right? Demographics are some of the easier data series to, to project forward, but the exogenous event, the killer event, the Black Plague event, uh, it can be difficult to predict. As you run these scenarios, you must adjust for an occasional uh, event of that kind. How much variation is there, do you think? Well, here's where you can actually quantify it. Our work on demography shows that um, uh, roughly 30% of five-year, rolling five-year GDP growth is explained by demography. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's huge. It does mean 70% is explained by other stuff. Yeah. Um, 10 to 15% of rolling five-year stock and bond return is explained by demography. Mm -hmm. Wow. It does mean 80 to 80. Uh, does mean 85% is explained by other stuff, right. valuation being the dominant one. Uh, an expensive market is going to struggle no matter what the demography. A cheap market is likely to do well no matter what the demography. But a demographic tailwind can help. A demographic headwind can hurt no sure. matter what the valuations. Sure. So let's talk um, some of these nations that face particularly strong headwinds may be forced to surrender uh, long-held policies may make for strange bedfellows. Like, what do you see in terms of the effects of dem demographics on that kind of a relationship internationally? I think you're going to find that the countries that face the stiffest headwinds are going to face the greatest pressures to change. Uh, Japan faces some of the stiffest headwinds. Japan has long had a resistance to immigration. Right. 
Um, and yet, who's going to take care of the 80-year-olds 20 years from now? Uh, they're going to be legion. Right. So a willingness to accept guest workers from Indonesia, Philippines, India, the list goes on and on. Bring them in for 10 years. Right. Don't let them retire there. Right, of course. So Don't let them bring their families. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so last question. If somebody wants to find out more about your demographic views as well as a lot of the other uh, statistical work you do, where would they go? Researchaffiliates.com. We've got uh, interactive web pages on demography, on asset allocation. Uh, these have, were released just a week ago, and I'm told by our IT group that they are going viral. Oh, that's wonderful. It's nice to hear. Yeah. Rob, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate it. It's a privilege. Copyright 2014 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.